Hello, this is Bill Lytell, pastor of Gospel Baptist Church in Benita Springs, and this is a, a podcast on being delivered from all my fears, part two, if I may say, being delivered from all my fears. Fear's big. Fear's real big. Many people are afraid of a lot of things, and fear and faith do not ever mix in the Bible. You, you search it out. Fear and faith do not mix. Wherever there's faith, there's no fear, and wherever there's fear, there's no faith. Perfect love casteth out fear, it talks about in the book of 1 John. Psalm 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Everyone has battles with fears. We fear Some people fear flying. They fear water. Some fear snakes, spiders. Some fear heights. Some fear birds, some fear close places, claustrophobia. Some fear dogs, some fear cats, some fear driving. Some fear talking on the phone. I mean, I've met people that won't talk on the phone because they struggle, they begin to stutter and have fear. On and on the list goes. Now, I'm not saying some fear is not beneficial. The fear of uh, a certain amount of fear keeps you cautious and keeps you from getting hurt. Uh, maybe getting up on a ladder that's, uh, you know, not real safe to get on, and you look at that and analyze it and say, well, I think that's too dangerous. Well, that's smart. Uh, but most fear, most fear by vast majority is unfounded, statistically unfounded. If you look at the statistics or your chances of risk in many of the things you fear, like people won't dive because they fear of being eaten by a shark, statistically your chances of being eaten or even bitten by a shark, even harassed by a shark, are so slim. So slim. You, if, if, you, if you believe that way across your life, you wouldn't drive a car, you wouldn't get in a plane, uh, you wouldn't go anywhere. You'd stay in a house, uh, huddle up in a corner somewhere. But uh, fear is a ruthless demon. It's a ravaging demon that possesses and controls one's life. I've been around numbers of people through the years that just literally uh, fear was in control of them. Now there are what I call fear-based people and there are anger-based people. Usually anger-based people do not struggle with fear. Fear Fear-based people do not struggle with anger. It's an interesting observation, but uh, maybe you'll notice the same thing. Fear will keep you on shore when you should be in a boat. Fear will keep you in your house when you should be outside with everyone else. Fear will keep you quiet when you should be speaking and speaking out for Jesus. Uh, who, who, you know, let me give you a few fears that I, I sense is common real briefly here. First of all, the fear of failure. Uh, who knows how things are going to end? And by the way, I get a little upset when people tell me they've successfully raised their children because all their children are in their 20s or maybe even early 30s, and they're married, and they, you know, they have a, a house, a white picket fence, three perfect children, wonderful wife, uh, and you know, that's just the way it's going to be. And they're only 30 years old, or 35, 40 years old. Let me just say this, the game ain't over till the final quarter and the whistle blows. The game ain't over till it's over. I've seen people fail horribly in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, even in their 80s. Don't, that, don't let that be one of you, but the the fear of failure will, will, you can't live your life under the umbrella of fear. You just can't do it. It's not something that's going to be beneficial to you or me. The Bible says, Psalm 34, 4, our 
text verse, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. I believe Jesus Christ can deliver us from the fear of failure. In verse 5, after verse chapter uh, 34, 4, uh, verse 5 says, They looked on him, unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. The word shame is disappointed. Um, Psalm 37, 18 says, The Lord knoweth that the days of the upright and the inheritance shall be forever. In verse 19 there, he said, They shall not be ashamed or disappointed, by that way it can be interpreted. In an evil time, in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. God's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of us. You'll not be disappointed. At the end of life, you're not going to look back and say, man, that Christianity thing, that just wasn't right. I have never met an old Christian, and I've talked to lots of them, being in South Florida, and I've never met an old Christian that said they were sorry they were a Christian. In fact, everyone that gets old in Christ, I hear nothing but encouragement to live for God and keep on keeping on. Proverbs 24, 16 says, For a just man falls seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. I know, in Psalm 37, 23, says, A good man are ordered of the Lord and delighteth in his way. And Psalm uh, 37, 24 says, Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord will uphold him, uphold with him with his hand. Uh, praise the Lord, hallelujah. God is going to help you not to fail. If you will trust him moment by moment, day by day, and and you're going to have moments of disappointment, moments of failure, but it will not be a shroud over your whole life. It'll be a moment. The righteous may fall, but they're going to rise up again. The difference between born-again people that trust in God and people of the world is the world falls, they don't get back up. But we fall because of Christ. He puts his hand on there like he did Peter walking on the water and lifts him up out of the, out of the water when, when, when Peter cried, Lord, save me. He'll save you. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Psalm 62, 6 says, he, is, he only is my rock and my salvation. He's my defense. I shall not be moved. Uh, 16, uh, Psalm 16, 8 says, I've set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Um, Brother, you can trust God. You can put you can put your handle on that. Um, second thing we need to not to be afraid of, don't be afraid of failure. Uh, secondly, don't be afraid of rejection. Uh, we have a deep need we have a deep need to be needed, if I may say that, to be accepted, to be appreciated, to be received. Uh, most sin are fear of rejection. Fear of rejection will keep you from obeying Jesus' greatest command to go in the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Fear of rejection will keep you from having relaxed peace in your life uh, and, and those that reject you not controlling you because you won't fear their rejection. People are going to reject you. You get up to sing a special, there's going to be some folks out there that think <laughs> a chicken can sing better than you can, but you're singing, you're making a joyful noise unto the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Now, I'm not encouraging tone-deaf people to get up there and sing, but I'm also not discouraging people they don't have just the greatest voices not to sing. You ought to sing by the grace of God. If you have a song in your heart, get up there and sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Uh, or sing, Jesus is the rock of my salvation. His banner over me is love. Uh, you just get up there and sing something to glorify God Almighty and you bless the souls. Of, don't be f afraid of rejection. Man, people don't go door to door. They don't pass the gospel tracts out. 
they don't share their personal testimony because they're afraid somebody's going to reject them. Brother, I'm going to concentrate on the one who accepted me in the beloved, the Lord Jesus Christ through his shed blood. And I'm not going to concentrate and let the fear of rejection and those who don't like me stop me. The third thing that you'll be delivered of, and I've been delivered from the fear, my fear of condemnation. Now, I believe this is big in everybody, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 15, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. The fear of death uh, is big. I mean, people know they're coming to the end. And uh, in Revelation chapter uh, 20, and death and hell were cast in the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast in the lake of fire. Don't tell me how brave you are when you finally realize that you're facing the end of life and you feel the hot breath of death on your cheek. You'll be scared, really scared, unless you sought the Lord. I sought the Lord and he delivered me from who delivered me. I like, I like 2 Corinthians 1.10 where it says, who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver. That's past, present, and future. Brother, God's delivering me past, present, and future. Because if God can't deliver me, I won't be delivered. But he will deliver me, and he says he will. I've been delivered by the grace of God since I got saved from the great enemy of fear. I hope you're delivered today. I hope you're free from the fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of condemnation. And remember this verse, Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears.